Hello and welcome to <clears throat> welcome to episode fifty nine of you've got me episode fifty nine of the hyped up cast. Sam is excited to be back. I'm back, baby. Uh, <laughs> he's sitting here, Hello. acting like a madman. Just <laughs> excited, man. It's been a few weeks. It's, it has been several weeks. Yeah. Um, how are you doing? I'm good, man. Good. I'm, I'm real good. Hey, excellent job on the shows while I was gone, uh, Zach. Thank you so much for being on, yes. Jeff. And we thank need, you so much. We for need being Zach on. on again. We yeah, want Jeff absolutely. on again. Fantastic to hear them hosting with you. Your single show was, was good. garbage. No, no, no it was man. garbage. No. I listened back to it the next day at work, and I was like, it, "Oh my no, god!" No, you're being too harsh on yourself. It wasn't garbage. It was it was a singular singular show, and that's tough to do to kind of kind of continue right. that dialogue and everything. So, I mean, you did a good job. Now, I will say this, and I said this on the episode with Zach. Zach was a last minute thing. I had done that episode completely by myself, and I rushed that. Like I was listening to myself while I was talking, and I kept telling myself I needed to slow down because I was like trying to go through everything, and I couldn't form all my thoughts correctly. And it was like because I had like a list of things I needed to do that night. And I went to go transfer everything over. And when it was like, ugh. so then when it was like, okay, this is scrapped. I need to redo the whole episode. <clears throat> Zach was like, yeah, I'll step in. Thank I was you, like, Zach. thank you yeah. so much. It was good. <laughs> so it was good hearing them. So how was your vacation, sir? Oh man. It was, a, it was, a, you know, as vacations go, stressful parts filled with amazing relaxation, like just seeing different venues that we'd never been to before. Um, we went to, so to kind of let people know what we did, we rented a vehicle here in yep. Kansas City. We drove out to Spokane, oh, I'm sorry, not Spokane. We drove out to Jackson Hole, Wyoming. We eventually ended up in Spokane, but not the beginning. We went out to Jackson Hole, Wyoming, and we, my family was kind of all around there at that same time. I have a sister that lives there, but um, the rest of my family, which I'm one of six, everybody but my little baby brother and my dad were out there visiting my sister that lives out there. And so, so your got, mom was there too. Yeah. My mom okay. was there too. So we got to see everybody, um, which was really nice and everything. And we, and we had just gotten back also from a little vacation with Britt and Justin. Yep. Uh, we went to this place. I don't know. I want to say its name. Don't I, don't want want, say I don't want people to know. This is kind of like a little, it's you know, a, it's a very secret. Private it's a secret. I don't want people to like start overloading it. Cause we really like going there. Um, but we went with Britt and Justin, from Thursday, they went to Martha's Vineyard. Yeah, Go Martha's ahead. Vineyards. We went from Thursday to Sunday, um, a couple weeks weekends ago, and then we had a quick turnaround time. We got home Sunday, kind of afternoonish, cleaned everything up. We left Monday night to go drive out to Jackson Hole, Wyoming, and we drove throughout the night. Do you guys switch? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, we switched. We kind of made. What, a, how long is that drive? So on, like, if you're putting it up on like Google Maps and stuff, 16, 18 hours. I was sitting here thinking because I've driven to Canton, Ohio for Monica's family for a wedding. And I'm thinking in my head, I'm envisioning, I feel like they're about the same. And that's about how long it took yeah. to get. Well, and we deviated a little bit off because we were going to, I was like, well, why we're going this way? We could drive up through South Dakota and go see Mount Rushmore. I was like, oh, yeah. maybe, why not? Like, I wouldn't make a specialized trip to go see Mount Rushmore. But if we're kind of going to be headed that direction anyway, let's just take a little, you know, like, hour or so off of the while path. we're here while we're here let's go see it and i will say a very cool sight to see uh in person but at the same time very like touristy trap looking like as you're driving into it i had wondered i was 
I've always assumed that that's what that was. Yeah. And I mean, it, I guess it shouldn't surprise me because you're going to a national landmark. And so it's kind of one of those where the town has built around it of like, hey, there's shops and souvenirs and gifts and stuff like that. And we got there super early because we've been driving throughout the night. And I think it opened at 6 and we got there at 7 a.m. So it wasn't busy. We got right in. We were able to look at it. And it was a good time because the kids had slept throughout the night and we'd gotten Lucky out and then... Lucky kids. Know, they slept. <laughs> and then we had walked around and we saw Mount Rushmore and then we got back in the car and started driving. And I will say, so then we drove out to Jackson. Wyoming is a boring ass state to drive through. <laughs> there is nothing. Is, is, is it like Western Kansas? Where it's yeah, just there's nothing. nothing. And I had no idea. I thought it was going to be a little bit more like mountain ranges. More and trees. Like that. And yeah, more trees. No, man, it's like barren and like when you come to towns and stuff like that they are like everything's one story i guess my maybe for the views they decided <laughs> hey we're not building anything above one story except at like some of these like more popular areas um and just flat boring like some rolling hills and cool colors but like once you've been you've seen that for like a couple hours you're kind of like i'm ready to like be done with this <laughs> right and I will say one of the funny little things as we're driving like down this stretch of highway that just seemed like it was never ending. We needed gas, and then one of my youngest had to go to the bathroom. And I was like, okay, well, the car we had had a navigation system on it, and it could show you, hey, here's the next gas station on your route. I was That's like, nice. Cool. So I put that in, and <laughs> we pull up. like we, I'm slowing down to stop at this place, and we pull in, and... Emily looks at me and she goes, I'm not going in there. <laughs> it is this, There's, there are those places when you're out road traveling. This rinky dink like shack with the like standalone gas pump. One gas oh, pump. Oh, just the one. On Do they the have outside. somebody standing there to take care two, of you? Two guys <laughs> sitting in hammocks outside of it. And Emily goes, no, nope. I'm not going in there. And I was like, you know what? That's fair enough. I'm not getting gas here either. We're going to just keep driving. And it was like the next stop was like 30 miles. So we had to stop on the side of the road for my youngest to go, which she did fine. And then we got to the gas station, but it was just boring until you get like closer to Jackson. And then you started seeing the Grand Tetons and some of those other mountain right. ranges. Then it like the beauty of nature and the, you know, the trees and the forest. It's just like, oh, there well, you go. I've always heard that Jackson Hole itself is yeah, gorgeous. It is. It's gorgeous. And I mean, like it was, we spent a couple days there seeing family, going on hikes. Um, we got lucky. My sister who's lived there, she's got people that can give her deals. So we actually got to stay in Teton Village, which is like a higher oh. end area, nice. but for a cheaper rate. So right. I was like, cool. Yes. <laughs> and so we, you know, we were in this village area. It was like five minutes from where she lived. Um, we got to, you know, kind of, um, explore the village and then there are gondolas that like went on top of the mountain and normally, so you have to pay $30 to ride this gondola, a, th a person, $30 per person? a person to ride this gondola to the top of the mountain. Doesn't that thing hold more than one person? Oh yeah, completely. <laughs> it's one of those that's like a revolving and you get on as it's moving, but after five, it was free. So we were all there after five, after five and we hopped on it, rode up to the top of this mountain range. There's like, why would anybody go before five? Exactly. I a hundred percent. I was like, what? I was like, cause my family alone, that would have been $150, but we got to ride up there free. See the beautiful like village and like the landscape in front of us, the mountains a little bit closer. Um, and we actually saw two grizzly bears as we were riding up oh, it. So that oh was cool. Um, and then we came back down. After spending our time in Jackson Hole, the whole reason we also went out there is my wife wanted to see some of the national parks and especially Yellowstone. So right. from 
um, Jackson, we stayed two nights there. Then our next stay was in Bozeman, Montana, but it, it's north. And you drive, you can drive up through Yellowstone, which we had a park pass. And we went and saw Old Faithful that first day driving through it. We saw um, Yellowstone Lake and kind of stopped there and let the kids get out and kind of stand it and everything. And so those were cool sights to see. And then as we're, we figured this out later, you know, there's two speed limits in Yellowstone for anybody that's been out there before. There's a daytime speed limit and there's a nighttime speed limit. Is the nighttime slower because of animals? Exactly. And as we're leaving. Hey, if you live anywhere in this area where there's deer, you know yeah. you automatically slow down during certain parts of. Exactly. But as my wife was driving home from Yellowstone to get us to Bozeman, a bison, a buffalo just on the side of the road, like on just, the other side. Just, there it basically, is. Basically just hanging out. And I love that the animals in this, in this park. Are, they just don't. They don't care that you're there. Right. They're well, like they, people post videos all the oh, time yeah. of just, oh hey, there's a, and that's exactly <laughs> how it was. There'd just be things just like roaming on the road and just being like, oh, we're just gonna lay down. We'd come to like a little spot where there was like a restaurant and like food areas, and there'd be elk, you know, just like laying down, just yeah, chilling. Hey, so we, you know, did our Yellowstone thing, um, kind of hung out in Bozeman and everything as well. Then we went and drove to Spokane, Washington. I was told it's Spokane, not Spokane by somebody that lives there. Um, and we saw some friends that you've actually, uh, I don't think you've maybe met her. Pastor Megan, she used to be pastor of one of our churches here and her husband lived there now. So she's is, been to Thunder Games. Is this Games. the church over across from the park? Uh-huh. I've met them. Okay, I was going to say, you may have met them before. Very nice people. We love them. We miss them dearly that they do not live here anymore. Shout out to Master Megan and James. Master um, Megan? You Master just Megan. said Master Megan. Yeah. Master Megan and James. And that works too. So she's pretty bossy. Uh, <laughs> but we saw them, and then we were able to drop our vehicle there, fly back home, which on arrival back home, we had a flat tire. Oh, no. On our, long, on our vehicle in long-term parking, and our flight had been delayed. So instead of getting home around 11, which we were supposed to, we got home closer to 1 a.m. in the morning. Then we come to find out our vehicle had a flat. And I'm like, okay. Well, so was it a natural flat or did it look like somebody? No, it was an actual. It had This tire had been leaking air and it was one I was keeping eye on, but it seemed like it would go down over a couple weeks. So I was, right. like, I was like, I think we'll be okay. And I had never changed the tire on this one to the spare and I could not figure out how to get the damn spare off. Was like, it underneath yeah, or underneath? And you had to like crank lower, it. Yeah, yep. you had to lower it down. And there's like some system where there's like you've got to press up on this spring to yep. release it. And <laughs> it's I was so stupid. Sometimes and I was like, what is this? And luckily, and of course, mine and my wife's phones are down to like mine was down like ten percent battery at that point. Hers was down to one percent, and she's like, should I call? We have like a um, through our phone service. We have a triple a triple a type thing where they come in and she's like well i can try to call them and see if i can get a hold of them and she, i was like yeah I'll try to do that but then she's like well maybe i'll just get on youtube also and see about how do you get this tire off oh and i mean you can find it you just i'm sure if you just searched your car yeah and then the and that's exactly what she did and then she like so while i'm trying to get this thing off and i'm like going crazy our kids are literally sleeping in the parking lot of this economy parking um in you know the kansas city airport and my young, my oldest is like kind of bawling because she's just done with the day. She's not feeling well. Right. And I was like, guys, I am trying as best as I can to get this solved. Like, right. I, I don't know what else to tell you. She's like, hey, I think I figured it out. And she like showed me the thing. And I was like, okay, I'm going to try that. And sure enough, <laughs> I was able to lower it down, get it <laughs> off. Get, and of course, like the lug nuts on the tire that was on were like put on by Thor or something or by of Superman. Because I was right. like having to like crank it as hard as I could. Yeah. 
I got it off. Could you get the tire off? Yes. Yeah, I know, because that's always a tricky That's uh, That has been my issue on my car. Yeah. Is, and I don't know you why. You can get the lug nuts off, but then it kind of like is sealed it, it is in sealed there. sealed on there. I had... Um, I think <laughs> it's just through the grime and grit oh, that's well, built up. Five, also, so fun story, um, sidebar here. Uh, over, I would say last winter, over that whole last winter before COVID, uh, in the span of like six months, I replaced all four of my goddamn tires on my car um, because of shit happening. Yeah. Um, they kind of all needed it anyways, but it just, it was a pain in the ass. Yeah. But, um, oh, you're telling me. <laughs> two of them, the two that I had to take off myself, couldn't get them off. And I had a friend, and the, one of them was at work. I went to go, well, I walked out of work, and my tire was just flat. And I got the car lifted and all the, the nuts off and couldn't get it. Three people at work, including myself, took a very large mallet we have oh at work, gosh. beat the crap out of the back of that thing, and we just could not get it. The problem, part of the problem I would say was because of uh, um, leverage, because my car is not a big car, and I'm using the, the jack that comes with it. So another friend of mine showed up because he has a nice floor jack. Yeah. And he got the he got it up, and then he put something under the, the axle to hold it there on top of that. Right. So he was actually able to get put under the car. And even he was just – and he's the one that helped me with the other, one, other tire. It was the same thing. And he goes, this car sucks. I've never had this much of a problem – getting a, a wheel off of a damn oh, thing before. Well, and trust me, as I was undoing the lug nuts, that cuz I have had the same issue before. And I that those fears went through my head is that even if I get these off, I hope I can get the tire off cuz I in some of my vehicles I carry a rubber mallet because right. I you do sometimes need to bang on it to get the wheel off. But fortunately, it wasn't that difficult. We finally got home I think around like 3:30 a.m. and <sighs> just, you know, exhausted. Got the kids into bed, went to sleep, rested, and felt, you know, much better the next day. And it don't, you didn't have to work the next no, day. No, no. Okay. We, we were off. Me and my wife were both off for the next couple of days. So the next day we kind of cleaned up the house, you know, did our laundry, did all those things. And, you know, there is something that I will I will say, and I think you and I have chatted about this before. Sometimes when you're on vacation, eating out, like, I just, get, I'm done with it after yes. this. I'm just like, I don't want to eat out two, There's two things. One, you just want normal. You want to make a good normal meal at home. Or even just eat something very simple and non-complex. Two, yeah, there is that point where you're like, I am tired of spending money on things, exactly. and I just want yeah. to yeah. not. <laughs> well, and that's the, you know, with this drive being as long as it was, it's not like we were able to pack meals for like a lot of. It. We had a bunch right. of snacks, you but just we keep basically refilling ate, a, con, yeah, a, we, a cooler or yeah, something, and, and we basically just ate out pretty much most meals. And just after a while, I'm just like, I mean, I just. The same old, same old. I think I, I, t- I was talking to somebody that was doing more traveling for work, and they're just like, a burger is a burger. <laughs> anyway, right, yeah. And after a while, you're just like, I just want a home-cooked meal. Right. And so once you get home, there is that, like, it's my home. Like, I can kind of relax. I can, like, make eggs. I can, you know, like, got, I look at what we have in the fridge. I can have a bowl of cereal. And it's three in the afternoon because I'm bored. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like, this is nice. It's my own bed. Yeah, and that's, it's just, that's always the Yes, the it was just amazing. So it was a nice couple of days break before going back to work. 
Well, I am. I'm glad. To, I'm glad you're back. Thanks. I'm glad we have Happy a, to be a, back. a norm, normalcy return to um, me not freaking out about doing this podcast by myself. Well, you um, did a good job. Well, thank so. you. Well, the first two, I had some amazing help between Zach and Je- Zach and Sam. I mean Jeff. No, um, <laughs> I felt so bad for. Uh, sorry, Jeff. Um, but uh, I'm glad I was you're here back. In spirit. So you, yeah, you were. Here you were just talking to the spirit. Me. The spirit of the spirit of Sam. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then I just accidentally closed our show notes. Um, so I guess, have you actually even played anything? So two things. Two things is kind of what I've jumped into. One of them's familiar. Wait, did you do xCloud at all while you were on your trip? Just to try I actually it? did open it a couple of times. Um, and it was a little... I would imagine the service out in the middle of Wyoming. Yeah, it's not a... great. It's not great. <laughs> it's pretty laggy with like most things. Right. Um, I'm trying to remember what I opened up. There was something new that they added with touch controls and, you know, oh, touch okay. control. Oh, oh, so I, you didn't did. take a controller. No, 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 no. Because um, I was trying to pack as light as possible right. because, you know, we were going to not fly back. You need a fanny pack just for your gaming. Exactly. So, but I played Enter the Gungeon. Oh, okay. I just, I just tried that because I was like, oh, it's a simple enough yeah. game. And I mean, it worked well enough. I mean, I didn't like get very far in it. The, yeah, I played it a little bit. It's kind of like, yeah, yeah touch there. controls like are, are just not, you need a controller or something to kind of help you play through it. Um, but it was fine. Um but that was about it, all I touched on with gaming while we were out there. Um, and then when I got home, um, I went back to my MLB, the show, the March to October, because I am in the World Series right now. And I have played six games now. The first three games of the series, I lost. And I was like, well, you know, I made it to the World Series. It is what it is. But the next three games, I won. So now it's I'm on game seven is the last one to play. And I'm just like... Oh man, what? This sucks a little bit because I, I assumed I was going to lose after losing the first right. three games. I was like, okay, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to win the World Series. Right. No big but deal. you got here. But I got here, and they're just going to, I was like, if they don't sweep me, I'll feel better. So I like won the next game, or the yeah, the next game I was like, oh, I won that one. Cool. They're not at least going to sweep me. And then it's like I kept winning, and then now I'm like, shoot, now I could possibly win this whole thing. And I'm like, <laughs> crap. I was like, this is almost like, tougher now right um so i did that which is it's just been a fun to kind of go back to here and there and then i also i am late to the party but i've been playing some gta 5 like the single story oh this is the story yeah, the single story i just and are did, you enjoying it i am i, I just I, did my I first told you the first time you told me oh i couldn't get through this i was like you've got to play the but game as i was telling you is that i played the 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 beginning the opening scene scenario right like five or six times and couldn't get to the point where it would let me save. And like, it's a game with my kids. Like I'm not playing around them. There's just too much language and violence and stuff like that. So I'd always have to play it like at a time. And it never popped into my head when kids weren't around or everybody was asleep. And so finally one day I think Emily maybe had taken the kids all swimming and I was at home. I was like, well, maybe I'll just try to play through the intro again. And I got through that and I got through the first mission and I was able to save. And then now I've gotten to the point where I did the first heist at the jewelry store. And I was like, this is really really good. good. (laughs) This is, and if this is like a precursor to like the rest of the game and the heist getting bigger and building up and everything, I'm like, it really is. It I'm is like, such a good I game. I am on board. You know, it's it was so it was always crazy to me because I played the prior GTAs, but they never felt the way they do in GTA Five, and right. it was like it was kind of like that. Just cause, just go out there and screw with the world. Screw with the yeah. world. Yeah, there's a story, and and not a horrible story. It just I think because you have the multiple characters and 
there's like I think it's a bigger, more involved thing that's happening. I don't know. It's just like, whoa, what is happening? Like you're you're invested in what is what you're actually trying to do, and not necessarily just running around and blowing mm-hmm. shit up yeah. for no reason. Oh yeah. So it's it, it has been very enjoyable. I've liked the story so much for the most part, and the voice acting is the really voice acting is really good. I mean, just like I mean the char- the way the characters interact, each both of them. I'm like, this is great, and I haven't even gotten introduced to. This oh, so third. you haven't you haven't even met Trevor? No, yet. No, I haven't <laughs> met Trevor yet, and I'm like, Trevor. I kind of keep wondering. I'm like, when is this guy showing up? Like, because I know right. he's going to be in there, but I'm not sure when. What's well, a long game? Crew. So it's yeah, and so I've been just playing bits and chunks of it, but I've been enjoying. What I've played so far. Right. But that is, for the most part, what I have been playing. So let's talk you. about Road to the Show for a minute because I remember when our last conversation, you're like, do you feel like the game's trying to screw you? Yeah. Oh, that game. <laughs> I got I mean, I got to the playoffs. I had, I skated through the regular season and I played it on Dynamic. And I'm, so I'm playing with the Padres on the Xbox, um, the version, one of them. I'm playing as the Royals on my PlayStation. I had no problem getting to the playoffs. Uh, first game of the playoffs, I destroyed. I was great. I was really excited. And then it went downhill. <laughs> and I felt like all of a sudden, I was throwing the same type of pitching pattern I always throw. Uh-huh. But these guys were miraculously hitting into the gap on a uh-huh. on a curveball that was a foot under the strike zone and i'm like how the f- did he hit that right. like i'm like i because like I'm, I'm gonna throw this to try to get him to chase and it hit where i wanted right they chased and they doubled no <laughs> or they tripled no and there were a couple very sus home runs yeah. and i'm like that's horseshit yeah also uh so I, I got all the I, I way. Mean, actually, before you go further, I think you're obligated when you say horseshit. You have to say it like Adam Sandler in, uh, was it Billy Madison? Horseshit. Horseshit. Like that. Um, also, <laughs> for some reason, I, got, I, I kept the game getting tied up. And I got to, we were tied at two. I'm like, all right, I got like down to two one. And two runs or two no, and two games? Two and two games. Okay. So the next game moved was on. Was going to be the decider. And I was like. <laughs> I was like, this should not have been this hard. I shouldn't like. Also, the every game kept making me play more and more innings. Yeah, and I was like, so I was like, final game, and somehow, no, even if I was hitting my spots on my pitching thing, the ball was not going where I wanted. It was going like too far further or too far in, or it would need to skate get good, up a little. Son. Bit. But I, I did some research, and I realized the problem is I'm too good at pitching because what I didn't notice, because at the end it tells you what oh, your... Too good argument. <laughs> well, well, no, listen. It tells you what your um, what level, because uh-huh. the dynamic yeah, adjusts. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize I was playing on Hall of Fame with my pitching. Oh, man. That's how good I had gotten at pitching. Okay. So then I was like, well, what does that entail? Well, guess what? If you're even just a smidge off... Your pitch will float. Not so much. You know Not so mean. much. Yeah. And I'm like, mm. so you know, like you have to be a hundred percent exact on oh Hall of gosh. Fame to apparently pitch the way I was pitching before. Right. I didn't realize I'd gotten up to Hall of Fame. I just assumed. Well, you know, when I play Road to the Show, it's yeah. on. It's on All Star. So you were like, right? Hey, I'm, I'm like, good. yeah. You know. So 
I lost. Oh, I got no. so pissed off too because oh. I had the game. I tied the game. It was one to one going into the ninth inning, and I was like, "All right, I'm good. I'm good. I'm gonna get this. I'm good. My pitching is doing really good. I was really fine." One guy hits a ball that bloops over my second baseman, and I'm oh. like, "That's fine. I'll get a double play." And it was the same scenario. I threw a changeup out of the zone away from this guy. And there's no absolute way he should have gotten any good wood on it. And for some reason, he gapped it to the wall oh, on a God. bullet so fast, I couldn't get any players over to it. Yeah. And I literally dropped the controller. I went, <laughs> whatever, like, I I'm done. Yeah. Computer didn't think that you, now, he couldn't hit that. Now I <laughs> the felt, computer's like, I can no, do that. The computer, so now I'm going to say this. So I, this was during the day. I'm AI. I know what I'm doing. Right, exactly. This was during the day. Now, the world res- redeemed me. Because I was up late, getting ready to go to work the next day, or or like getting ready to get ready for bed and everything. Monica decided last minute she wants to take a shower. Monica and I got go to bed at the same time. We don't do good when we go to like you go to bed. I'll be in there later, and she goes to sleep, or I do that. I'll, I'll do that sometimes, but she can't do that. And then and if I'm in a just in a weird headspace, I'm like I'll just wait. So it was like eleven forty five, and she goes, "I'm gonna jump in the shower real quick," and I went. And I still, I was like getting ready to turn off my PlayStation. Like, well, I guess I'll just play another game of the show. So I'm doing my road to the show character and I pitched a no hitter. Hey. And I was hey. like, I was like, that feels good. That felt so much better than what I had to deal with. You know what happened? Tonight. The game realized that like, hey, he's getting ready to give up on this. We need to give we him something. Give we need to give him something. a gimme. Yeah. We're going to so, give him a no hitter. So I and got, he's going to be like, I, I've gotten a no hitter on, um, Different versions or different, um, like, franchise mode. I've gotten a no-hitter before with just a random character. In the years of playing as a pitcher, because I always have a pitcher character in, in, in a road show. This year, they, it's a two-way thing. But in the past, I've made multiple characters. I'll, I, I Basically, I'll make an outfielder, I'll make an infielder, and then I'll make a pitcher. And I'll rotate through them depending on what mood I feel like playing. I have never, on any pitcher, gotten a, on my custom pitcher, gotten a per, no or a no hitter nice and i was like i got down to the last guy and i'm like now i've gotten to the ninth inning and the eighth inning with a no hitter yeah and then but the it. stupidest thing always oh, happens dude, yeah and i'm like so i got down to this last guy and i'm like don't fuck it up don't fuck it up don't fuck it up don't fuck it up and i if the game will give you um of an audio notification if the batter squares up perfectly it's a very loud crack of the bat with the ball. If you ever listen to this, and if you're if you're like um, swinging the bat, and you get a, it's a very different crack when you like, and it'll say perfect across the thing. Oh, I never um, that. Typically, that's either a home run or an amazing hit. Sometimes it'll be a line out to a position player in the infield mm-hmm. i've done that a hundred times i've gotten a, i've squared up and i've hit it square at the second baseman or the shortstop and, and i'm like, like bloop yeah and, and then the audio is like whoa and i'm like yeah i know i saw it too um in the in the last pitch the the batter squared up on it got that crack and i heard the crack and i went oh no shit and i looked up he right to my center fielder oh nice and i just had to move like yeah or the game just stepped over and i was like that's it I did it. Did you get a trophy? I didn't. No trophy. That was the other thing. No I was trophy like, for a no hitter. I was like, there's like, 
no trophy for a no hitter? This is stupid. That seems a little odd. So, anyways, so I just I needed to get my venting out about well, about and I will the say show. With that, sometimes and now, don't get me wrong. I know this can happen, but like as I was playing these games and like especially when they were killing me and everything in the World Series, I have a time that like I was ahead and I was like cool, and then like a pitcher, somebody that's like not a power hitter, not shouldn't be hitting home runs, would hit a home run, and I'd be like, yeah, you with on a pitch that was like kind of like you said, like lower. Not like not in the zone anywhere, right. and they just be like crack, and they're like he really got a hold of that, and I'm like he's the pitcher, like right, he shouldn't be hitting home. I know it can happen, but <laughs> off of that pitch too, it's just it really does feel like sometimes the game's like, well, this person gets a home run, right? Just letting you know. So um, I got in uh, my first the last couple things I played. I'll do the real quick one. I I, I played a little bit of Scarlet Nexus, which mm-hmm. you watched me play. Um, I'm one of I'm gonna put some time into that yeah. um i played a little bit of ratchet and clank just to get the controls down yeah, how's that? i like it i the little bit i played i was like okay this is fun i've watched austin play it right. austin really enjoys it yeah and he has a lot of fun ratchet with and it. clank has always been one of those like it's a consistently good game but i right. don't ever think it's a great game well it's it's beautiful i'll start with that yeah um particle effects everywhere mm-hmm. I, I watched austin do some uh, a couple world mm-hmm Traversals. Traversals yeah. where they or dimension jumps, I guess. And it it's instantaneous. They yeah. they go for he goes from one huge world right. right into another and just is and I'm like I heard it's a it can be a pretty quick game to get through if you follow. Oh yeah, yeah. Story. It's it's so ten hours or less from yeah. what I understand. So, which I gonna be honest, appreciate. <laughs> right. It, <laughs> I do not especially want. we were just talking about I don't um, need a twenty Scar- like I said I told to you Scarlet hours. Scarlet Nexus is you said like uh, IGN's review says it's two characters that you play through their story. Right. There's a little bit of overlap, but they are they're both unique stories and they're both twenty hour stories. So there's a forty hour game. GTA is a very long game. Yeah. Um so I but apparently has a lot of replayability. And I imagine for someone like me who's a trophy hunter, I'm like Well and I'll I, play it over. Have you and over played again. any other Ratchet and Clanks? Yes. Okay. So you know the like the philosophy of like the weapons you use yeah. more, the upgrade. And it is always cool because I know that I think I played through either two or three fully and beat both or all three of them. But I always upgraded all the weapons because right. it's always cool to get that last upgrade. Yeah. I remember some one of the guns was like a rubber duck gun that like they yeah. turn <laughs> enemies into rubber ducks. And then when you upgraded it all the way, the rubber ducks, they'd have little baby rubber ducks and then they would explode and it became like my most powerful weapon. But it's just fun. There was really fun. I was watching Austin play and there were these guys with shields and he's like, how am I supposed to break the shields? And I was like, use your ricochet bullets. He's like, how is that supposed to work? I'm like, shoot it somewhere other than them. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, and he did it oh, real quick. our kids are and so it just, stupid. I was like, oh, they're so dumb. Um, so then other than that, uh, I started my, I played my Freaky Friday game. Yeah. Or uh, I started. What are you at? Eight? Right. Seven. Village? I'm on oh, seven. You're on seven. So okay. I got past, um, I got to a point where I'm in the, Spoiler warning? Yeah, give a spoiler. So five, ten seconds. Okay. So okay. Um, where I don't remember how far you got in it. Um, mm. Were you sitting at the dinner Dining table hall. with the family? Yeah. 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 So I'm there and I'm doing uh, that's all new to me. But I did that in VR. <laughs> yes. And well, so that's Brent Brent pleasant. joined me in uh, chat for a little bit while I was yeah. playing. And he just kept saying, watch out for the woman. And I'm like, stop. And it was like, there were so many things in their house where I was like, mm, yeah, it's uncomfortable. No. The game is very uncomfortable. And he goes, imagine doing that. He goes, I did all of this in VR. And I'm like, yeah, no, no way. Yeah. Um, but I had fun. I was, I didn't do it last night. There was a crap ton of thunder 
or in lightning last night. Like I kept looking out the window. Monica and I watched some show on TV and we kept looking out the window going, there's a lot of lightning out there. And I was like, so I'd, I'd made a post earlier because I'd, I'd looked at the forecast. And I was like, uh, I think I'm going to do this tomorrow night. So I will be doing this tonight, which is Saturday night, which doesn't matter to anybody listening now. So, um, but I'm enjoying that. I'm really excited about keeping, keeping on doing that. Um, so what are the show that mm-hmm. yeah, that's really, that's pretty much it. Let, let me ask you this. This is kind of off of games. Have you been watching Loki? Yes. What do you think? Um, I'm enjoying it. I'm really, I'm like, what are they, where are they going with yeah. this? Like, what is the ultimate end game here? So exactly. I'm, I'm kind of, uh, I'm, I'm not disliking it. I'll say that much. I'm just, but I'm very intrigued. Right. What do you think? Same thing. Exactly. Kind of the same thought process. It's one of those that um, I love Owen Wilson. Owen yeah. Wilson's probably like MVP of that show right now. Oh, I was yeah. like, man, just his, the way he acts and everything, which, and, but this right now, I'm just kind of like, what is their game plan? Right. What is their where whole does, thought process this with this? Um, which, you know, I'm on board with like, show me something new. Show me yeah. something cool. Cause I like, I like all the actors in it. So yeah. you're just kind of like, um, yeah. Yeah. I did think um, in this most recent episode, whenever the Loki variant that they were catching was revealed like yes and then she was kind of fighting through the tv i was like oh man somebody could have easily just like, right i was like come <laughs> on guys you you're there's like three of you versus one person right you one of you could have easily erased that girl to, to, oh, oh dang it, it to be fair, that person to be fair that's a trope in every oh it is phase. it is 100 percent. i go see john wick and i'm like oh he somebody just boom you in the head you're dead you're dead like let's right. not be like let's not kid ourselves that he's like this excellent <laughs> you know like marksman which he you know has done a lot of training before these but i'm like oh dude he'd be dead yeah. like th- like this many people he's saying this one person that person's dead i'm sorry like they have more guns they have more people they just need one good shot to the head and you're gone yep so all right i'm gonna do my social media plug social media plug this is your weekly reminder that you can find the Untitled BS Podcast wherever podcasts are distributed. And always rate, share, and hit that subscribe button. This is how the algorithms on the internet know to help move us up in the search functions. If you have a question or suggestion for the show, email us at untitledbs at psainc.com. That's psaink.com. You can find Sam on Twitter at Sam M. Spangler. You can find me pretty much anywhere on social media at PSA Press. I forgot to mention that I single-handedly got Gang Beast put on the Microsoft Game I Pass. saw that. <laughs> I saw that on our feed. So I I don't know why. I was just thinking of, um, like, what do what are games we can play together? Yeah. And I was like, what the hell happened to Gang Beast? Going yeah. to, so what was really funny was I, on Twitter, I tagged Aaron Greenberg, and I tagged uh, Game Pass, and I, gang, I tagged Gang Beast. And I said, hey, whatever happened to that? Like, Five minutes later, they tweeted, "Hey Microsoft, Microsoft, do you want to fight on July 1st? I think we should call them Microsoft. 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 Um, do you want to fight on July first? And then they replied to my tweet with the retweet of yeah. that, and I was like, and then the games thing now that they're like, hey, coming. July yeah, 1st. and I'm so like, like, cool. I'm like, okay, either I was impatient." Or I single-handedly just got Game Beast on Let's Game Pass. Let's just accept it. Microsoft is listening to our podcast. They are. They're hearing it. Game Pass. Wait, we will. They know. We will. Aaron we Greenberg. Will, they're they're tuned in. We will pimp Game Pass every. I was going to say, did just, you tell? Did you say, hey, and listen to our podcast? You will see. So then I said that, and I tagged them all again, <laughs> and I said, 
listen to my podcast. Uh, do <laughs> yes, so-so. there you go. <laughs> um, uh, they, I, I think they're listening. They're probably so, our newest. I'm going to reference back to my social media thing a little bit. I want guests with us. <laughs> I like the guests. Hands like, out to the my, side. I'm like, I want he people. I want people on here talking with me and Sam. I think it'd be fun conversations. Uh, you've made mention you would like me to invite Burton, a friend of mine. Yeah, I will invite Burton. It'd be fun. But uh, I'm looking for anybody and everybody. I don't care. I'm not prejudiced, racist, anything. If you what play if, video what if a games, Nazi wants to come on. Hmm? Can I punch that? him afterwards? I mean, you can punch anybody. There's just maybe ramifications. Okay, I mean, if I can punch them in the face afterwards, I'll get their take on video games and see how wrong they are. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, if they're wrong about... <laughs> They'll be like, Wolfenstein is greatest game ever until Bliss Bufu works. <laughs> um, Gosh, I can't remember. Anyways. What's his name? Well, what's Wolfenstein's? Oh, um, Blaskowitz. Something Blaskowitz. Something Wits. <laughs> I, I just said Bliss um, Blaskowitz. <laughs> anyways, reach out to us on social media if you, uh, if you have any suggestions of people you would like us to try to get on. I have sent off of some emails to people with hopes and and you know yeah. long shot type things so but i will i'll reach out to twitch streamers right. i don't care if there's somebody you want to hear on i'll give it a shot yeah. well and unfortunately um as like you know last week brent was not able to join us today the weather has been kind of bad so he just was feeling he's like there's a lot of like there's a lot of lightning yeah there's there. a lot of lightning out there he said something about pulling some benjamin franklin experiment and so i was like i get it man dude do, do you you know so, what i don't want brent on the show right now anyways because he couldn't avenge me in whoa. one simple game of coob like <laughs> what the hell dude he Anyways. was he was looking good to start with but then i spanked him Dude. i spanked him with just one mistake so that's what <sighs> that's what happened and all right I, and then i took my w and I walked <laughs> he's like you want to play again i was like no nope, one game <laughs> i I'm that was good. a little too close to call for me yeah Man, Coop is a good game. We need it to get out very, and play that. Well, so Austin mowed the yard the other day in the back and trimmed some stuff up, and I was like, Coop. Yep. I was just thinking, Coop. You don't have a spot. perfect yard for Coop. <laughs> I do. You really do. Um, and I have a friend that has a 3D printer. I'm going to see if I can get them to make a, a Coop set out of with a 3D printer that might maybe work in like the street. Oh, okay. Like, I remember you talking about that. Yeah, like bit. something yeah. that doesn't need yeah. to necessarily be in the yard. All right, let's move on to our couple topics we have. Um, I want to get your opinion. I'm very armly animated today. You are. Um, I like it. Atari VCS has officially <laughs> been released. It's Atari's attempt at making a new game system, but it's kind of more of like a cross between an emulator and a Linux computer. I don't know. It's not. It's falling flat. It's not going anywhere. Not a lot of people like it. It's kind of gotten like a five or a six on all their reviews. Um, plus, it's a little more involved in trying to get a game on it. I have a question. Do you feel like it is possible for anybody to just, a new player to just jump into gaming right now and say, here is our new console, buy it? Yeah. Do you, like, And I'm not talking about chip, chip shortage aside. Right. Okay. Assume it's a perfect world. You go any store, buy a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox Series X or S. It's like everything's readily available. World's normal. No COVID. Can somebody create a new system? We've seen it fail, though, recently. Stadia. I think, you know, Stadia really still... wasn't a system. Yes, it was. Because the whole idea was it was a streaming system. So, if anything, it's set up more for the current climate of where we are today. Now, granted, internet isn't everywhere. But it is more set up for, like, what people are kind of in the know of with video games. And... 
I guess I can't say it's a complete failure because it still exists and it's still it, out there. Right. But they've definitely walked away They closed away their from game it. studios they started. Exactly. They they've walked away from it. And I think unless you are 100% dedicated and you know what your message is moving forward and you're, you're bringing something new, unique, and, you know, um, incredible to the table, you're not going to be able to break into this, you know, the the climate right now. You're not going to be able to break into this environment. It's just impossible. Even uh, VR has not taken off the way they thought it was going to. Right. You know, there are all these other, you know, these headsets that are out there that is more of a niche type, you know, uh, system that people can use and like they enjoy, but it's not like it like, oh man, it's eclipsing the current gaming systems that we have there today. And, and I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that it is codependent on mm-hmm. a PC, a PlayStation, yeah, exactly. Xbox. Um, Even the Oculus, which is a little bit more freestanding, and you don't have to have the computer, but for some of the other, you know, higher quality games and things like that, you do need a PC. And I think Oculus has talked about how they're going to do some type of sharing, like screen sharing thing, where you're not even going to need the cable now. If you've got a PC that can run a game, you can kind of use that. And you got to wonder late, though about um, latency. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And so, it, and I doubt it's going to be one to one, which will kill the prospects. I think of making it like, oh man, it's the new big thing. Until you can have a self-contained like that's all controlled in there, then I don't know that it's going to work all that well. X Cloud on a gaming on an Oculus. Yeah. I mean that. I mean, be pretty cool. I've played. I played uh, to just a test. Um, and granted, I I guess I was on a. No, I had it was on Wi-Fi. I played MLB the Show on XCloud to test it, right. and I was timing up hits yeah. and pitches. I mean, it, it wasn't a hundred percent, right? But and that's that's the problem is is when it's not a hundred percent. That's like kind of some of the genius I think with like um, Game Pass and when PS Now is that is PS Now their service PlayStation now, yeah. where they kind of added the downloadable thing, like right, the right, streaming. Right. Unless it's a hundred percent perfect, there's always that little bit of like. Oh, it doesn't feel a hundred like perfect. It doesn't feel right. 100% correct. And that makes it very difficult. But to bring a new system into this current environment of what exists now, I just, I don't know that's possible. Now, granted, I will say there are more, um, there are devices that have been developed to add something unique or new. Like I'm following a device, I cannot remember the name of it, that it's a handheld device and it has a crank. Like there's a, that's like kind of it's gimmick basically. Okay. Like there's a gimmick and it's going to be, I th- if you buy it, I think it's $200 or whatever. And they're going to let, it's not up for pre-order yet, but when you buy it, they're going to have basically the first year um, that you own it. It's going to have games that are like released on it and are included with oh, okay. your purchase. Gotcha. But some of them, it's, it kind of looks like a simple Game Boy with then a crank on the side. Um, <laughs> okay, and the games implement it. Some it's like the hmm. game, some games can implement it in ways. I'm gonna look it up real quick. But I think that's a there's a place for things like that. These like unique items to exist, like but, a Wii, where it just comes in and people are like, are kind of blown away. Well, this by, is different. This yeah. is interesting. Well, and what even is, the Wii started to you know dip off near the ends because they kind of reached the ability of what it could do. And I think which it goes falls into like you, you have to have. There's so many things you need to have. First of all, you need to have games that people want to play that they can't just get on another console. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I'm not going to, hey, Madden's coming out. I'm not going to uh, play date. Yeah, play date. Play date. I'm not going to buy Madden. Looks kind of cool. Huh, huh? It does kind of look right? kind of cool. And I'm like, I, I kind of want this. Yeah. So. I'm not going to buy a new system just to play Madden. 
you know, or if you're, yeah. if you play for basically all first person shooters, I'm not going to buy a new system just to play the next call of duty. I don't care that much. So the, I feel like the two things you need is you need, first of all, you're going to need to make something that actually visually can compete with Microsoft and Sony. Unless, okay. I'm going to wait till you. Now, having said that, Nintendo is the exception to the say. rule okay. because the second thing you need are exclusive games that people already know they're going to want. That is why Nintendo is doesn't have to do it. Right. I wish they would, but doesn't have to because you know what? A new Mario Kart's coming out. A new um Metroid Dread. Metroid yeah. um the fighting game. Holy crap. Uh, Smash, Smash Brothers. Brothers, right? There's a new Smash Brothers game. There's a new Donkey Kong game coming out. Guess what? Those are all massively loved video games. You have to own a Nintendo product mm -hmm. to do it, and unless you're going to almost curate, you know, this would I think this was how, would be how you would have to do it. You would have to develop a video game uh, company, the uh, developer, make two or three games. And like invest all your money in hardware that people don't know about mm -hmm. and then invest the rest of the money on making three really amazing games. Put them out on like a streaming type thing, like with Stadia well, or in a Game Pass only type thing. And that's what you, we talked about. Stadia made a mistake of announcing and coming out too early. Yeah, they needed they to go. They should have cooked that Go Google, cooked it longer. Google should have gone, we have started a, a, a developer, a publisher, these are the games we're making and they don't even have to put them out. You know, if they could have teased it for like two years and then showed it off to people with their own controller and say, you can stream this and we haven't gotten that far yet. These are our games. Let people get the controller and see the games. Let all that work, make the controller compatible with yeah. steam and everything else yeah. and all this other stuff. Make people want to buy the controller. And I know people that have a stadia that are very pleased with it. They're like, right. this is impressive. I have a buddy that's obsessed that's with it. it. That's this impressive tech. Um, CD project reds, um, cyberpunk. Right. Um, Please. talked about that. It ran really well. There's a friend stadia. of mine online who was like, I don't know what all these people are bitching about cyberpunk. I'm like, yeah, well you're streaming it on stadia. Not everybody, which is should have been an amazing selling point, had it not failed everywhere else. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, you sell the games, and then you tell them the only way they to play them is on one thing. Yeah, you have right. to get people interested. And in, in this day and age, if you don't have that, you're a little lackluster. And I mean, look at Microsoft, man. The fact that they have survived as long as they have with kind of their exclusives drawing out after the Xbox 360. Right. It's actually impressive that they've kind of continued to remain, have a piece of the market in there. Yeah. Now, I think they've started to turn that story around a little bit, but it's taken them a lot of time and effort and having to like kind of change the messaging behind right. their system. And I think just now, but it is impressive. They're still there because they could have totally died off if they hadn't been more aware of the current climate of where we are. Right. So. And with them making, which I want to probably, we would do this next episode. I want to talk about um, uh, X cloud coming to Xbox one mm -hmm. because it, it, it opens up so many things, mm -hmm. including my, my long sought after uh, X cloud being on 
PlayStation and Nintendo. So, uh, but we'll, well, we'll and probably TVs talk and, and TVs and stuff. Like that. And stuff. talking about building it like in this so. device. I mean, they are going after, we've, we, we've talked about this different market. They're kind of approaching it a different way, a different perspective. And I don't think it's such a bad idea. I know, I know they said they, they plan on still making new consoles. I only see them making one more console. And I think that one more console is going to be highly customizable to where it can be yeah, upgraded. I listened to that. I disagree with the highly customizable thing. Oh, I don't mean custom, like upgradable, not customizable. Uh, like, what, like, what do you mean upgradable? Like they'll though? make pro- proprietary uh, upgraded versions of an AMD card. Mm, I think that's moving too it. close to the PC. To, to remain like in the console market, I think you have to have a box that basically is like, hey, this does everything. You're not going to have to change out components. And maybe a better box comes out three or four years down the line, but you're not going to like having somebody working on like, oh, I'm going to remove this video card to put this video card. I don't, I think if, if so that expandable card that's on the back of the X, if they're able to make upgrades that just plug into the back of the, the next box and hey, uh, we have found a way to unlock and make everything a little bit better. It's going to be like the Nintendo 64. Oh, just remove that stupid little, yeah. (laughs) Sam, I, I, we'll talk about it next week because I, or in an upcoming episode. He's waving his hand at me. I'm waving, waving we're moving it on. I'm trying to, I told, I told everybody I was trying to keep the, the episodes down a little bit. Where are we at? Okay. We're doing good. We're doing good. We're doing good. Um, Sam, yo, this is your floor. Okay. Talk to me about E3 from your eyes. Pretty good. All right. That's all I have to say. (laughs) <laughs> no, just kidding. No wonder we're pretty good. With yeah. <laughs> no, I I enjoyed what I saw. Of course, of you know, I took vacation at like the worst time to be away from. <laughs> I was like, the, you start telling me all this, I'm like, Sam. <sighs> be- Sam, beginning of 2021. I am so stoked for E3. Sam, E3 time. I'm not gonna be able to watch. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm away from it all. But I will say. Microsoft finally delivered, I think, on How the How good promise. was their setup of their conference? The kind of flow through and everything? Well, you got to also look at it. It's in a different environment. So they were doing it, you know, all digital and everything. And I feel like they were, you know, doing pretty good of going just through a bunch of different content um, and then not having a ton of downtime between of having, like, people talk about stuff that, like, hey, man, like, show us the games. That's what we want to see. The thing I do feel like they were a little bit um, lackluster on was um, showing gameplay as much. I would have liked to see a little bit more controller in hand, or, you know, or something like, like, hey, this is, like, a little gameplay section of this game. Um, but they, they crammed. I think, now I will say this. I think that's a product of how that's being done. All yeah. digital. Yeah. In front of a crowd. Because there's two things that I think would have changed in front of a crowd. First of all, you would have gotten that. I think they would have almost had to show you more Halo gameplay yeah. or more actual gameplay demonstrating Yonsen. Mm-hmm. And two, they wouldn't have been able to get as many announcements in mm-hmm. because you have a crowd to take into yeah. consideration right. and their reaction. Like, yeah, the reaction and everything. So it's just personally something I would have liked to see more. Right. But as far as like, boom, game, 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 you know, and like they showed 30 something games or whatever. Yep. And then 27 of them on Game Pass, which is like freaking awesome. And also, I mean, each studio has done like the games that are cross platform or you know coming out on both systems but they've showed it on their stage and i was like dude they took advantage sony not being there and coming out and saying hey here's a game it's exclusive on game pass when it comes out and even if it is coming on not like 
nothing said about PlayStation. And I was like, I went back and actually looked at like, cause I was listening to the podcast about you kind of making points about like, well, I wish that, you know, this is all going to be on PlayStation, but it doesn't matter. Cause they had the narrative. <laughs> it didn't matter. They, they could say what they wanted about that game, not show a single thing about Sony. And it, fe- it finally felt like a little bit more of a shot. Like, Hey, we're taking a little bit like, right. This is all we have. And even though most of these are coming to PlayStation, we're showing it. Right. It's, they get, they had that opportunity. Yeah, we have that market opportunity to say, look at what we've got here. And most of the things you see are going to be on Game Pass day one. Um, there are some other bigger titles that they didn't really make mention of. Um, but at the same time, having the ability to say, hey, look at what we've got available coming to you and just made it feel like, man, there's bangers coming yeah. for like the next, like the until the end of this year and going into 2022, I'm like, there's stuff that's coming out that I'm like, I'm interested in that. I want to play that. I want to do this, you know, flight simulator. Um, then, um, a- astronauts, not astronauts too. Um, ah, what the na- heck? I can't. Oh my gosh. I've talked about it forever. Tim Schaefer and psychonauts, psychonauts too. And I was uh, like, you, so I've been wanting to ask, uh, we got some real gameplay footage of yeah, Psychonauts too. Yeah, Did you get yeah. way more excited and about it? And I'm just it? like, yes, this is looking clean. It's looking good. You know, it seems like it's got that Tim Schafer charm in it. I'm like ready to see more of that. Um, Forza Horizon looked, I mean, I don't love those games, but it looked oh, for, incredible. Yeah. I was just like, this game looks amazing. I, you had mentioned on the podcast, I think with Zach about being a little bit nervous, I think about Halo, because they are kind of like, Oh man, they didn't give a date. And initially I was like, no, no, no. They're just trying to like build that more into an event. But then I think I've seen something now on Twitter where they're like, well, this is what we're aiming for. And so I'm like, (gasps) don't say the phrase aiming for. I was like, yeah, I was like, oh no, is this actually not going to make holiday 2021? So like, that was my point was I'm like, we, this, it's July. This week is July. Yeah. Halfway through the year. And you can't tell me a release date that is bothers me (laughs) well and i tried to play in my head like why would they hold that back why would they hold it back and some of the um kind of thoughts behind that it's stuff that i've heard um is that they want to see when call of duty is releasing because they don't want to they don't want to go at the same time they don't want to release at the same time but you would think they would have like some knowledge phil spencer could call activision and go look we don't we don't want to mess up your sales and we don't want you to mess up our yeah. sales. Give me a, a time frame so that we can yeah. schedule. And so there's, that's the only piece that I could think like maybe they're, they're waiting for like to use halo as like a bigger announcement or maybe they held it back till after the so- Sony showcase. They're like, Sony will show their thing and maybe they'll show like something big after. The problem is Sony does their showcase at the end of November when we get into December. And if we don't have a release date. Well, what for if they have something coming in July, don't they? No. The E3 or something state of play or something? They, there's no state of play scheduled that I'm aware Are of. Are you sure? Because I could have swore that they, they, people have said they, that They've Sony talked about something. they're doing their PlayStation experience again. Oh, okay. Maybe that's but it in they July? Do, they do that at the, no, they do that at the end of Something's November in the July. beginning. Okay. Well, so, so, so I think something's coming in July. So I was like, maybe they're waiting to kind of like, because they also they didn't show anything about Sinuous Sacrifice. Too, yeah, well, was that like, was like that was disappointed in that. I'm like, and then there was no, um, there was another big title that I was like, why did they not? I just realized they didn't say anything about uh, this. Well, but at the same time, I was like, maybe they feel like they have enough coming out now. They don't need to, and they can kind of like. Let's release this stuff and hold some things back. Oh, Fable. Fable wasn't like even yeah, mentioned. Yeah, it wasn't really which, mentioned. Not that I expected Fable 
to be anywhere close to like being completed. But I kind of was hoping that would be like a, hey, here's a little bit of gameplay. We've actually got completed and everything, which the playground team that works on Forza um, is doing the Fable. So it's kind of like, right. well, they maybe are trying to finish Horizon and everything. But it just is one of those things that I'm like, well, maybe this is a good sign that they had so much to show right then that they're like, we're going to not even show some of these things. We're going to hold back and say, you know, later on, we'll give more information about that. And I'm really, really hoping that they have a bigger drop for Halo and say, we're releasing at the 20th anniversary of Halo, you know, the release of Halo and it's coming out here. Um, But man, I don't know. I was like kind of a little bit shocked that uh, after they didn't give a release date for that. And then now kind of some of the lingo that's been on Twitter, I'm like, I guess it could possibly be pushed to next year, which I mean, you and I have said the Miyamoto quote about, you know, a bad right, game make bad it better than Yeah, and a good game, you know, eventually, or a delayed game right. will be eventually be good. And it's kind of like, okay, maybe that's what they're waiting for. But I'm like, man, please, I don't let it right. slip I again. I'm, I'm ready to play this. And I know you sounded a little bit like, like kind of. Eh, well, they on, didn't on the, show anything but on the for, for me. On the multiplayer. Oh. But on the well, multiplayer, I'm worried about the multiplayer being a like, live oh, dude, service. For me, I was like, that looks... Incredible. Halo, and I think the thing is, maybe the difference is, is like, I played Halo multiplayer and, like, kind of growing up, like, Halo and Halo 2. And, I mean, like, it was always about those moments and experiences. And what I saw them show was, like, there's going to be so many different things. I'm going to be like, that was awesome. I just jacked, like, this out of the air using a grappling hook. Right. That was awesome. I, you know, grabbed a weapon with this, pull it towards me. I'm hoping that there's a cool down on that in multiplayer. Oh, I'm sure there's going to be some type of thing. Because. Not just zipping around. Because that would get really and, agitated. you know, they t- one of the things that I was a little bit, like, uh, lukewarm about was bringing back gadgets. That's kind of like Halo 3. Right. Um, and I was like, man, I didn't love... The gadget idea was cool when it first came out, but after a while, you're kind of like, okay, it's kind of... It is what it is. But if they implement it a little bit better and there's some unique changes to it, I'm like, that's kind of cool. And I like the idea of picking up the invisibility and, like, the overdrive shield... Um, that it's like something that you can put on, you could decide to put on, which is a big deal because it's always been you touch it and it's on you. Right. And then if you get killed with it, it's gone. Whereas with this, it's like you can pick it up. If somebody drops it, it's more of a, like an item use. And so the little things I saw from it, I was very encouraged to be like, man, this is like those type of moments that made Halo what it is, which um, Britt and I were just talking when we were at Bunker Hill and we were talking about Halo uh, 5 multiplayer and about how like... I'm going to edit that out. What? You said the name of the place, the secret place. That's all right. Yeah, you have to. So they don't know where. This could be anywhere. This could be up in, you know, Canada for don't people know. Don't use Google. So, um, but we were playing and, uh, or you're talking about Halo 5 and about how, like, some of the maps, like, they were never, none of them were ever as good as some of the originals, but there was a couple, like, playing, like, capture the flag or something where it had moments that are like, Oh, it was so much fun. Like pulling up in a warthog, us both going out, you know, taking out the team that was there, grabbing it, riding back people chasing us and like having so much fun with that experience and seeing what I saw of the multiplayer that they showed. I'm like, I feel like they've got the right idea if they're kind of approaching it from that same, like, okay, like your four versus four is like your little bit more serious battles. Things kind of going like, okay, we've got to have a plan going in cause we don't want to be taken out. And then with your big team battles, it's about chaos and like just the fun that happens in the moment and i'm very excited to see some of it. and there's something about like us there was some sniper that like hit a vehicle that wasn't the spartan laser and i was just like what is this new gun i was like that actually looked good i don't feel like the weapons had ever been as good as they had been since about halo 
to Halo 3. I feel like Halo 5's multiplayer was too much. Like I feel like they shoved too many things if into you're a what, baby. You don't know what you're doing. Anyways, like too many modes. Like I think they could have like give me your base modes mm-hmm. that everybody plays. Yeah. Like your most popular stuff. And then have like a completely different lobby to go to with some of the crazier shit. Well, they do though. There there's a but there's a lot of different modes like depending on how serious Maybe you I just get. hate the menu system in 5. Maybe. Well, and you know, the thing is is like when we have played it, we've played some of the bigger maps with the bigger teams with like more chaos and stuff in it. And so it's right. out of control where sometimes yes, you do feel like, "Oh, I came back and somebody had a rocket launcher and I had a pistol." So, of course, I was taken out. But then like in some of the quieter modes and things like that, like the more serious, it can be like, okay, we've got to go in with a game plan, but we've never really played those modes together because we're kind of going in to be crazy and goofy and none of us take it that serious when we're playing it. Like we want to, if we want to play a game like that, we'll play like Rainbow Six or something right. because then we kind of have our approach and that game's set up for you to work as a team. Whereas the Halo for me has always been like, a, there's a little fun in the chaos and just craziness of the moments. And so I really enjoyed what I saw there. So, so outside of Microsoft, mm-hmm. do you have any anything else that stuck out? You know, I watched the Metroid Dread thing, and I was like, I mean, a two D scrolling Metroid, um, I would play, but I don't. I never. I've not have like a heart for Metroid. It's not like oh. I'm like, oh man, I've been playing Metroid. I, yeah, since I was that, a that, baby. That would be the difference between you and yeah. me. I, I, I love Metroid games, right? And I mean, they you know created a, a game type. You know, basically. Um, as far as Metroidvanias and things like that, where you have to develop certain skills and everything. And I've played other games like it that I've enjoyed a lot. So while I was like, yeah, I, I would play this, I'm not like frothing at the mouth to be like, oh, yeah. All right. So a couple of quick things. Yeah. Uh, thoughts on Rainbow Six ex- uh, Extraction, <laughs> especially now that I'm telling you it's a full price I'm game. I'm with you. Oh, my gosh. Like, I don't know what they're thinking. Like, I don't know who, like, this is going to be, this is how it's going to go. It's going to come out full price game and then probably like a couple months it's going to be free to play what if it was like a 15 dollar add-on to rainbow six siege Siege? well i mean it all depends because here's my other issue with it was if it's a full game do you have to unlock all the operators again see that's and that's why i'm like this doesn't feel like i feel like they missed the mark with that I, i don't really know what they're going for and once again it was a cinematic trailer so i'm just like yeah no. Okay, you're showing me the concept of this idea. How fun is it to actually play? I don't right. know. And so I was kind of hoping that it'll be enjoyable, but I'm not, you know, super excited about it. And it's definitely one I'm going to kind of sit back and wait on to kind of see what comes about. Like, and one of the games that um, that's coming to Game Pass, the Back for Blood, yeah. is a game like I played Left for Dead back in the day. And, day, and this is like, I think, from similar developers um, that did like Left 4 Dead. Which is not an Xbox exclusive. I'm just pointing that out to everybody. Yeah, exactly. But so, it's coming day one. To yeah, Game, Game Pass. Pass. So why would you not, if you have an Xbox, go right. download it on Game Pass? Um, but that's a game like I played Left 4 Dead. They were okay. I never, I wasn't like, oh, this is the best game. This one looks different though. But it does look different. And the fact that we've got our, our group, I'm like, I would play this. Because right. everybody that has an Xbox can download this. We can go and play it um, and enjoy like the game and I'm not going to probably be like, oh, I'm going to stick with this game forever, but it'll be some fun times for right. kind of approach like a zombie type game. Um, oh, there was another thing I wanted to ask you, and I don't remember. All right, I'm going to give you the same the same list that I did last week. All right? All right, ready. Um, who, was, who was your loser of E3? 
Man, I'd say Ubisoft. I don't know. I was just not impressed by anything. It was, yeah. Anything they showed. Nothing like really struck out to me that I was like, oh, I, this is like, yes, this is the new thing. This is what I want. <laughs> the Avatar game. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, okay. I, I'm going to say the same thing I said. And even Waggler questioned me on this. When was the last time there was a good, and I'm going to take Lord of the Rings out because those, to me, those are literally the only two really good based off of, and even then, those are based off of books. So I would say, what was the last time there was a video game made that was based off of a movie that was good? I mean, nothing comes to mind. You know, like I think I heard the group mention GoldenEye, and I was like, yeah, GoldenEye was like back in the day. But wait, it, was it doesn't a fun hold up. Game. But. Was it actually based off of the movie yeah. or just the same name? No, it was based off the movie. I don't remember the movie. Yeah. It's been oh, so I long. remember. I Because I remember going to see the movie and being really impressed with it and then getting the game and like playing through. And I was like, yeah, it's based off the movie. And it was at the time, I loved it. It was like, wow, this is impressive. But did everybody like GoldenEye because of the game or because of the co-op? Well, I mean, regardless of what they liked, I liked the game. Did you? I played okay. through the entire game, different multiple, you know, difficulty settings and everything. Um, and had a good time with it. I think I know the answer. Who won E3? Bethesda, Microsoft. Yeah, yeah. they definitely did. Um, biggest disappointment? Gosh. I mean, really, I, it's just so tough. Like, the extraction thing, I think, seems a little bit... Like what's the what's the point of what, this? What is the point? I mean, you're br- you're bringing existing characters that are already out there into a game type that like you haven't really shown us much of. So I don't know. Uh, reveal that got you most hyped. Uh, you know what's actually so something I'm gonna just say this because it actually got me like I may have to jump in and play this was Sea of Thieves. Oh, the I was, I was kind of like the um, Jack Sparrow thing. Yeah, and- that was a game that like. I've kept on my Xbox and has been one of those that I'm like, yeah, you, I may want to go back and dabble in this occasionally. But now seeing that, like, maybe there's some story content that I've heard, like, good that, like, and that, chatter that's, about. That's a big thing for me. If you're giving me straight story content and just yeah. let me play story content, then and I care. And people have been like, this is a lot of fun. This is a good time. And just the moment you have. And I think if we could get everybody to for in our group to kind of join in and for us to take a ship and just go across... Um, Going a, go across the ocean and everything and experience maybe a couple hour, you know, game. I'm right. Like, I'd be on board for that. So that actually kind of got me a little bit of hyped. I would say, you know, like the Redfall, that new game, like I, yeah. I thought it was a cool concept, but once again, CG trailer. So I'm like, I don't really have any idea. But enough to make you like go, show me the, yes. show me the game. Show me the gameplay. Starfall was one of, or not Star, Starfield. 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 I was like impressive that really it was, they, they said it was in engine. I mean, they said they're using in-engine um, I hate in-engine when they do that I with know. any game. It's like, what does that mean? Right. But I was like, I would love to see more. But it's also, it's got a release date now, which also makes me think, okay, this is going to probably, this will show up at like next E3 and they'll start trickling out information because Bethesda has kind of been that type of developer that's like, we want to show stuff when it's like, kind of, it's almost out around the corner right. to get you really hyped up for it. So I think they... As sad as it was to not see gameplay and know a little bit more about what the game actually was, I was like, I think they they purposely did it because they're like, people want to see that it's actually real <laughs> and it's coming out. And then to be like, hey, this is an Xbox exclusive, exclusive. was a big deal for them too. I think Elder Scrolls is going to be exclusive now as well. Do you? Yep. 
after that reveal, I think. Well, I, I always thought Starfield, that was like yes. the one where I was like, the only way Starfield wasn't was if they did have a contract with Sony and they didn't say anything. But I still go back to what, there has to be something somewhere as to why they're not just flat saying it. Yeah. They still aren't just saying every game is going to be exclusive. Well, and I think. That's why I'm wondering if there's something in it's there. It's because people are talking about it. And, they, you know, it's kind of being in the media and being in the presence of the mind of the, the gamers and everything of, like, keeping that thought of, like, hey, what's going on there? And I'm like, right now we know Elder Scrolls is who knows how far out. Like, it, right. it could be four to five years out for all we know at this point. Right. But I don't think they need to say anything. Yeah. And I think as it gets closer and they're going to be like, you know, who knows what's going to ha- be happening at the time. Maybe uh, GameCloud or um, xCloud. Is on the PlayStation. Is on maybe at that point, yeah, you can get like an app, and they'll be like, "Hey, while this is not coming to you know any other console, you could download this on you know Game right. Pass on XCloud and everything." Um, but I think this was a, <laughs> a putting the flag in the sand of saying, from this point forward, everything is going to be exclusive. But we own Bethesda; nothing right. else is coming to other you know um, or platforms. What was the game? Were there any games you saw that no one's really talking about, but you got excited for? Just a reminder, because I want everybody to look it up. Mine was 12 minutes. Oh, I remember a game that I got excited about. Party Animals. Party Animals? Yes, I was like, I actually, last <laughs> night. Like, I saw that, and I was like, that's a Sam game. Yes, I was like, I actually showed the trailer to my son last night, because I, like, I was like, look at this game. I was like, this is like a um, gang beast, inspired right. looking game. But I think it's going to be one of those ones that we can, da- it's going to be on Game Pass again. Day, day we'll one. download. And we'll just be stupid fun that we're all going to be like, this is so stupid. Right. But it's like going to make it be making us laugh and crack up. And I was like, this is like a winner for me. And yes, 12 minutes was something that I thought was like, I'm, I'm on board for like a murder mystery that you have to kind of replay the same time loop over and over. Um, and yeah, the, the voices, William Defoe, James McAvoy, Daisy Ridley, I think is, you know, I'm like, wow, good voice cast. Oh yeah. So I was like, that's pretty impressive. Um, and then to kind of be stuck in a single room, I think it'll be a fun experience to have and hopefully a short one. So. And what was your favorite game? Uh, oh, man, it's a kind of a... Well, I have such a heart for, like, Battlefield 2. So, like, Battlefield, like, 2042. Yeah. Like, I was like, man. Like, the I, gameplay trailer, what did you think I, of I it? I thought it was cool. And <laughs> Grappling Hook. Like, hello. <laughs> right, right, yeah, that's a, that's the new right. like, thing. I was like... Oh. I'm a, Which I'm fine with. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, some of... The, I will say... Some of the I've said any game that, that will let me be Batman, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm all for. <laughs> some of the things that suck, I was like, it's going to come out as a full price, like seventy dollar game. It's not going to have a single story. I heard your rant about like, no man, like they had. I can't believe there's no single player, and it's like, yeah, I agree with you. Like that's kind of crazy. But the multiplayer is usually fun enough as long as it's not chaotic. And I think they're going to be implementing AI bots to kind of help fill in spots. So at least you'll get into a game that you're not like so overwhelmed with like one team having right. five and the other team having, because I think it's like 120. But it's still a bot. But it's still a bot. <laughs> so they're still like usually pretty not as uh, competent as human players. Um, though as I age, they probably are getting more and more competent. <laughs> right. against the But that is a game that I was just like, I like the battlefield games, but halo infinite of course is the one that's like top of my level. But that might not even release this year. I know. So, so we're going to have to see, but I'm just, I'm excited to see what their approach is and the little gameplay trailer that they showed of hit like the single player. I was like, I mean, you've got me an interest enough. The lore is so For convoluted. What? The little gameplay trailer. For what game? 
Halo Infinite. Oh, where, Halo Infinite. Yeah, okay. where he just kind of was going through space, and then he kind of talked to the, the CGI, the Cortana like um, yeah. character. I'm like, the lore is crazy they they went off the rails with it a long time ago and you know kind when of, Bungie left well, when did they leave after reach no they, they left left after three no they did reach as well did they do reach yeah they did reach as well before i think they left so but then halo 4 well was reach wasn't there a game that microsoft really wanted them to make or am i thinking of something different I don't know. You may be thinking about something different. Okay. But Halo 4, so, you know, their whole, Bungie's whole legacy was kind of like, okay, it is. It kind of became a little bit poor, too religious-y and kind of down the rabbit hole where you're just like, man, you really got to look into this. And then Halo 4 was trying to give a little bit more backstory to the Prometheans and everything. And I didn't hate the story, but it did become like, oh, there's this, you know, advanced race that's extinct now. And Chief is the, like, you know savior type looking thing and it was like man what is going on here and then when Locke and all that came in with five i mean they just tried to do a reversal and um i just don't know what they're going to do with it but where what you we, we've seen at this point is i don't know if cortana's crazy and rampart and got off going doing her thing but it, you know some of the core gameplay i hope it's just fun that's really right. what i'm hoping for i'm not like planning on this being like oh the story is going to be fantastic and amazing but with the package of the multiplayer you know and being free to play and everything i think that'll be my biggest thing to play this year um if it does release well sam again i'm glad you're back yeah thanks i'm happy to be back um got some more stuff we'll talk about next week uh delve into a little bit what we were talking about earlier um I, I, these freaking flies. I need to find whatever dead animal might be in my wall somewhere or something. Or person. Or person. Who knows? Monica can get a little angry. Sometimes. I'm also a little worried because, you know, when it rains heavy, we get some water that yeah. comes in. And I'm kind of also wondering, we've been keeping that cleaned up, but I'm wondering sure. if it could be coming from that area too. Sir, good talking to you. Uh, I guess I will um, see you next week. I don't even have to say it. I'm not pushing that button. That's oh. for when you're not here. Oh, okay. Oh, oh future reference, though. I now don't have to play a crappy audio. Enjoy your games. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Got it saved. Um, but since you're here, I'm going to make you say it. All right, friends. Enjoy your games.